on this episode of every Aussie number one song ever, we're living in the 70s for the first time. We talk high five and ask what's your favourite natural disaster. All that and more coming up in... 10987654321111 G'day, g'day, welcome to the 15th episode of every Aussie number one song ever. The podcast that heads back into the Aussie charts of the past to see what songs made their way to the top. Joining me, Teddy, for this episode, we have regular Maddie Doc. Maddie, howdy, howdy, Teddy. Thanks for coming on again. And a new guest to introduce. It's the all-seeing, all-knowing trivia master, Gemma. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. That's the way. So, uh, tell everyone how we know each other, I suppose. Our dads, married sisters. <laughs> Indeed, they did. Jim, yeah. So. Sounds kind of weird when you say it. <laughs> but <laughs> Cousins, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. How you been, Jim? Yeah, pretty good. Yep. Just chilling over here. Nice. Tell us about music in your life. Are um, you a music fan? I am. I pretty much enjoy anything you can sing to, mm-hmm. um, which ruled out a bit of the rap side of things until Hamilton the Musical. Um, yeah. I really love musicals. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anything you can sing to, uh, so a bit of, yeah, kind of what's on the radio. I don't listen to Triple J, sorry. Um, more of the oh. mainstream stuff, so no, all the really good. popular Triple J songs, I know. <laughs> um, but no judgment here on the charts, area <laughs> charts here. Yes, so um, anything on the radio, yeah, nice. um, I, if I hear it on the way to work, but yeah, that's it. Have you missed musicals this COVID yeah, year? Yeah, we were supposed, I was going to see uh, School of Rock, but mm-hmm. that got was supposed to be in March in Adelaide, yeah. and so okay. I hadn't bought tickets yet, but, like, I think opening week was the week everything shut, so mm. no luck. So but close. Yeah, but we've got tickets to Hamilton for next year, so fingers crossed. Nice. That's up in Sydney, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was uh, forced to watch that. <laughs> and did we you, downloaded Disney. And did you enjoy every second of it, Maddie? <laughs> Uh, it was, I, I had no expectations. I was half watching, but yeah, I was, I don't know. I didn't, I had very low expectations, but I would say it exceeded them. But yeah, it was, <laughs> have you heard of it, Teddy? I know of the musical, uh, yes. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, obviously. Had it's, the pleasure. Uh, nah. Oh, the, the songs, yeah, obviously a bit different or traditional musical, I guess, but uh, <laughs> good on them. <laughs> have you ever followed the, the charts, Jim, growing up or lately? No, I do remember like when I was, I think I was, when I was working and had to listen to the radio, they had the top six at six and that was always like, I wonder who's going to be at the top six at six. And that was just because probably work was boring. I never actively (laughs) um, voted or uh, cared overly a lot about it, but it was one that the, the six songs that you knew kind of well. I suppose, so it's always yep. a guaranteed good half an hour of top music, I suppose. When I say top, I mean top of the pops. Yeah. So whether that's yeah, nice. good is different, but um, yeah, <laughs> that was all I remember when I was in like year 10 and 11. Yeah, oh, very good. Well, yeah, thanks thanks for joining us. Oh, uh, pleasure. Thanks for having and me. And you're a bit of a trivia fan, so we look forward to hearing... Mm. Uh, some interesting facts you've uh, uncovered. Hopefully they're interesting. I think I think some of them are. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, you'll be right. We'll cut out the yeah, interesting ones. Great. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, on with the episode. We're heading to the 70s for the first time. Uh, only just, a bit like the 90s, only just, but um, last episode. But yeah, December 20th, 1979. Uh, we'll have a quick look. What was going on in 1979 around, well, Australia mainly? Uh, Mad Max was released. Uh, Miss Universe final was held in Perth. 
Uh, it snowed in the Sahara Desert. Oh, really? Um, yeah, apparently. Climate change? In the, in the 70s? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it snowed in 2018 as well. I think it was that was like the third time in, in 40 years. So it does happen now then, apparently. Oh, wow. There you go, yeah. A um, few uh, famous names that were born. Uh, Heath Ledger and a few musicians. Daniel Jones. Uh, who who managed to reach the top of the charts later later in life? Jade McRae and Nathan Foley. Oh, from High Five! What a wow. legend! Wow, well done! <laughs> I was going to ask, do you know who that is? <laughs> Certainly do. Yeah, there you oh. go. Oh, Founding member his, of High Five. Oh, and he's got a terrible solo career, I think, going now. So <laughs> definitely should have stuck with High Five. Oh, shout out to Nathan if you listen. <laughs> Sorry. <Nathan. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, did not know that. <laughs> he, he went like he went full rogue after high five too. He's got like tats and a motorbike and stuff now. Nice, yeah, really mm. showing his true colours. <laughs> Sounds like another uh, special episode, maybe. <laughs> um, I don't think he's made number one, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, and some big musical acts of the of the time uh, included Pink Floyd, who released. The Wall, Michael Jackson, who released Off the Wall, and <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Oh, no, oh, 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 was one of them. Uh, what? Up there, Kazali. Yeah. It was oh, a big hit in 1971. It was like the... I don't think it ever got number one, but it was... Uh, oh, I might have. It was... Up there, Kazali. It was like the top 20 of the year. Up there, Kazali was. Yeah. You can fact check that if you want. Fact check I mean, that. it's That's a great song. Impressive, yeah. <laughs> also, that year was uh, Come On, Aussie Come On. That charted pretty well. So, it was... Uh... Oh. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Anyway, sporting Sporting song, yeah. Yeah. But uh, on top of the charts, December 20, 1979, were the English band The Buggles. With Violence Anthem, video killed the radio star. Violence Anthem? <laughs> what? That's no, a pretty tame song, really. It's not. <laughs> when you just read it on paper, it's, it looks pretty vicious. But, um... Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know about vicious, it's more just like, what is it, uh, apocalyptic a little bit, sort of, it's going down that path yeah. for musicians a little bit. Uh, do you guys have any personal uh, anecdotes here of the song? Do you remember hearing it anywhere or seeing the video? I remember uh, singing to it multiple times on Singstar 80s. Um, oh, nice. Yep. That's where I know, <laughs> that's why I know all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cool. Maddie? Yeah, yeah, like it's sort of one of them ones that similar to probably what we said, other ones that it's just one of them songs everybody knows. Like um yeah, and it and it is funny, like it's obviously a one hit wonder sort of setup. Um yeah, but everyone knows it. Um the video clip's sort of funny. I probably I watched it today. I sort of knew that first bit with his like the got the lead singer, you know, white face sort of um over the the um you know on a black background almost. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I don't think I've actually watched it all. It is a strange thing. There's a oh, there's one scene where I think they go to one of the blokes in there, and uh, he's playing the piano, and he does a whole. Well, we call it a Smurf, but it's that <laughs> trying to hide a smile. He's just yeah, it's um, yeah, very interesting. But yeah, I think was it the video clip? You'll probably get to it later. Potentially, yeah, yeah first song on uh, MTV. Yeah, that's right. You were right last episode, Matty, with that fact. And... Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it kind of feels like a quintessential 80s song, even though it was released just before, you know, 1979. Yeah. And the fact that MTV was 1981 probably has kept it in that decade a bit. And I think, and I'm not sure what video clips were doing prior to that, but is this sort of one of them ones where the 80s would have been the birth of that video clip, MTV and all that sort of stuff, that was where that went? Like, previously... They probably had video clips, but it was more 
you know, the band standing around just playing with a bit of, you know, mm. uh, they might do a few different shots or something, but it was just the band playing, whereas this is sort of trying to do oh, a story with it or, mm. or some sort of um, thing to sum up the song. So, yeah, that's probably the start of that um, genre almost, I guess. Yeah, m- moving from purely music to, mm. I don't know, the whole package to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll have a bit of a look at who the Buggles are and how they formed. Uh, and Jem, just jump in if if you've uh, got something to add here. Mm. Two mem two main members: uh, tr- singer and bassist Trevor Horn and keyboardist Jeffrey Downs met in nineteen seventy seven. Uh, it was at auditions for Tina Charles' backing band. Uh, and they hit it off there. Trevor was also a producer. And then a third member came in, uh, Bruce Woolley. He, him, him and Trevor met while playing in a house band together. And, yeah, that's that's how they started. Uh, Jeff cl- uh, has claimed the name of the band started as just The Bugs, uh, a bit of a pun on The Beatles. And then that led to someone joking they'd never be as big as the Beatles, which then the lads thought they'd change to the Buggles to complete that circle. Did you hear as well, I saw it in a comment and I couldn't find it, that it was the ugliest name that they could think of? (laughs) (laughs) I only saw it as like a throwaway line, but I don't, so I don't know how true it is, but I thought that was quite amusing. (laughs) Nice. I suppose it's not that sexy, is it really? Uh, and just looking, they were British, were they? Is that what I'm reading? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Once again, I would have not known that. It probably would have just assumed American with the old MTV sort of thing. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they never cracked America, even this song. Uh, video killed the radio star. Only got to number 40, I think. Even with the oh. video? Yeah, it didn't. I don't think it recharted. Because oh, um, the radios and that didn't play it, only MTV when it, you know, a couple of years later. Yeah. yeah, I think they got a bump in sales, but uh, well, I not did chart worthy. Get on TikTok, I'd say. <laughs> Probably, well, is. I did. Well, I did read that actually on there. There was, uh, I think it did mention uh, in the mid two thousand twenty, the song became popular among TikTok users. A trend to revisit celebrity death conspiracies. Oh yeah, they did <laughs> do that. I was look. There's like a heap of memes. Yeah, and across the internet with a wow. deep fake of Adolf Hitler and Joseph oh, Stalin yes. singing the song went viral. I have never heard of that. I was reading that and I was like, that. wow. There was, there was a whole heap of memes about how, like, you know how they have all those ones where you just have, like, two people and they have, like, words next to them, but it was a lot of, like, um, there was one of, which was really brutal, of Diana, and it said... <laughs> oh. Um, radio star, and then it had a picture of the queen, and it said video. Like it was like, oh. so you have like someone killed this person. Like, and that was yes. there's a whole heap of memes about that, um, yeah, which I saw. Well. I was like, oh, that one was particularly like, whoa, ruthless. There's no need to do this. <laughs> Lizzie's the best. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So they were very, uh, very into the whole idea of technology and. The world changing, I think, which which would lead to the smash hit, um, and there was a novel that supposedly inspired this song in particular. It was a J. G. Ballard short story called "The Sound Sweep." J. G. Ballard. Yeah, and it, I don't know how old it is, but it was about a mute boy mm. vacuuming up stray sounds in a world without music, and he befriends an opera singer. Um, yeah who was living in an abandoned recording studio um, and, like, all previous music was obsolete because there Mm. was, like, this new ultrasonic music that was produced by computers. So now she was no longer needed um, and she was poor. So Mm. that's the story, which kind of makes sense with the song. Yeah. It's pretty sad, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have much else on the Buggles up until then. Um, they they did a few demos, including Video Killed the Radio Star. And, yeah, there's a few swings and roundabouts with record labels. They were about to sign with one before uh, they got swooped on. 
by another who heard the demo of this one, the uh, video killed Radio Star and signed up and yeah, it was released into the world in September 1979. We might, uh, for the Spotify users, we'll give the song a play now. All right, that's, yeah, let's talk about the actual song. Gemma, what, what stands out for you on this track? I don't know. It's so different from just everything, which I think is why it's so, a, well, a one-hit wonder to begin with, but also I suppose quite iconic in terms of like, I know, the OG synth pop kind of thing. Um, but I think that stands out to me the most is the Uwa Uwas, which <laughs> is like the best part, which is only proven by there's a there was a like Bruce Woolley did the did a cover or like released his own version mm. as well and doesn't have that in it and it just sounds just not good mm. enough <laughs> so that what the the owl owl yeah oh. they're like the girls it doesn't have any of the backing female vocals oh yeah right um, and the song suffers as a result I feel. Mm. Yeah, it's funny how one thing like that can do it. I know last week we were saying about with like MC Hammer, it was Hammer Time, like that whole thing. Take that one bit out and it changed the whole song, and that's probably the same here. Like mm-hmm. you say, that take out that, and that's the 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 gap, I guess, um, to be filled. Well, I think yeah, if we take it back again to um, one of the BG brothers, remember his advice to Johnny Young, I think it was in one of the earlier episodes, was uh, if you want to hit record, just find a hook. Yeah, it can be uh, yeah, it can be a riff or a lyric or or anything. But I, I would definitely say the uh, I don't know what you call it. The ow ow. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely the hook. Yeah, for I, sure. I think um, they did that similar philosophy with ABBA as well. There was a whole mm-hmm. thing about ABBA finding like once you've got like the hook, then it's really easy to write pop songs that are popular. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day we get ABBA on here. Oh, I'm so keen. Sure they, they're in the charts this week. <laughs> yeah, they were. Or you sussed yeah, that out. <laughs> I'd say the one thing that I yeah that I'd take out of it is um, it's that high pitched. Like it's obviously you know they're singing, but they're singing you know I don't know whatever it is octave or whatever it is higher than what what it is, and it's got that muffled sort of sound to it. Like it's not mm. clear singing; it's muffled, high pitch, and mm. like it's funny. It obviously works for the song, but yeah, probably similar. Take that bit out and just they were singing normally. How different would the song be? Um, yeah, it's kind so, yeah. of uh, like a robot. Robot now, isn't he? He's robot. Yeah, that's right. I think robotic, that's what it's going uh, for. Kind of voice yeah. fits in with the theme. Yep, totally. Yeah, and that's what it's going for, isn't it? That you know, it's a change from, <laughs> I guess, yeah, from the old style of I don't know drums, guitars, sort of thing to the new electronic age to a certain degree. I think the whole idea of being a buggle as well, there was a thing saying that they were like studio insects, so like imaginary creatures who lived in recording studios creating havoc. Like that was kind of their <laughs> vibe about what a buggle was um, at the time. So that's what one of their, their things say on here. Does that Is make sense? where muggles came from as well? Oh, no. I wish, but I, I don't know. No, I don't no think relation. so. No, no relation to muggles, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, it should be noted too, like Bruce Woolley, he, he left the band before mm. the song was released. Um, it was weird that they let him release his own version. And yeah. Like <laughs> how was that? The, the Camera Club, was it? He's, he had a band. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, but I don't, I don't know how they got away with that. Like that would be massive mm, like copyright well, issues, right? I probably didn't care because he did no good. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> probably. I do one. I wonder still, how many songs credited on this one. Because how many times would that happen? Yeah, you can use a song as soon as it comes popular. Just going to sue them and try and get some royalties out of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he is still credited. You know, they're all three yeah, band so. members accredited as writers, so get a bit of money uh, out of it. I'm sure he's done all right for himself. Um. What about the lyrics? Anything stick out? I think Maddie and I were saying the lack of lyrics was quite amusing. <laughs> um, so yeah, quite repetitive. You... <laughs> quite repetitive. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was probably, just considering how long this song goes for, I just expected to read something in the lyrics and be like, oh, yeah, okay, that bit did. But, yeah, I mean, everything in the lyrics is just what you expect and what you hear. Like, yeah, there was no <laughs> sort of surprise or anything. Um, how long does it go yeah. for? Yeah, oh, three. I don't. It was about it's three four, and a half. I think it's yeah. even 4.14 on Apple Music, according to the small 321, ad. 3.21, the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, so... Um, but I listened yeah. to a version on Spotify that went for four minutes. It had a, like a big outro. Oh, the outro just... is different on the yeah. yeah. I like reading the lyrics to the outro. Like it's just literally someone's copied and pasted. Just <laughs> oh yeah, you're, yeah. This just you're right. The video killed the radio star just over and over again. Yeah. Um, which is quite amusing. <laughs> but it does convey the message still, doesn't it? Like oh yeah, they definitely got a theme uh, and they've run with it there. Um, you know the yeah. But it is sort of funny, and once again, I think we may have mentioned this previously, but like this is sort of talking about the almost the death of the car radio, and like that you know almost predicting the future, where mm. to a certain degree that's almost become more important. Like in the last ten years, with like and probably when iPhones that come out, no one would have thought like podcasts are sort of going back to you know twenty thirties where people would listen to a TV show on the radio, which is what's happening now with podcasts and all that. So it sort of is funny how yeah like this is signaling the death of all that sort of stuff but really if anything it's almost got more popular and people are spending more time in cars and all that sort of stuff at the moment so <laughs> maybe maybe not at the moment but yeah <laughs> generally going to work and all that sort of stuff so it um you know they're probably just as important anyway well thinking about that the other day about how when i like was thinking about this song about video killing the radio star and the number one um like earning personality in Australia is Hamish Blake, who is technically a radio star. So yeah, right. definitely still, yeah. yeah, enjoying the the perks of being a radio star. So clearly, um, yeah, something's it's going still right. That, yeah. Like you say, that breakfast radio time slot's pretty hot property, isn't it, in mm, the cities? So. Even yep. like yeah, in Sydney, I know that they get, it's like million-dollar contracts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah, well, that's right, because you get the right one, you get in the right advertisers and whatever else mm. happens. So, yeah. Are you prepared to let video walk here? Video is innocent. It has not killed the radio star. Radio's still thriving. Sorry, radio. Video star's alive, so yeah, right. he's oh, going to get off I'm, scot-free. Uh, I wouldn't say scot-free. I'd say might get done for manslaughter, a bit of a lesser <laughs> charge, you know, make a plea bargain or something like that potentially. Um <laughs> Mm. Yeah, that would be the best case scenario. But yeah, it's uh, probably a hung jury, I'd say. I nearly go with um, I nearly go with attempted murder, maybe. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Mm. Mm, valid. Like still alive, but definitely gave it a good stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite the image. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to be so violent. It was um, the first thing I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, yeah, it hit number one in 16 countries, worldwide hit, uh, except the US, which we already mentioned. The video, it was actually directed by an Aussie. Um, How was it? Yeah, Russell Russell Mulcahy. Yeah. It was a pretty, uh, pretty big name by the sounds, did lots of videos. Some big names in amongst there. Duran Duran. and I think there was um, Elton John. Um, hmm. Who else was there? Duran Duran. Um, Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah. Like oh, some of like some of them aren't their biggest songs or anything, but yeah, there was nice. a few, a few big ones. But yeah, unfortunately for the Buggles, uh, you'd have to say these they're a genuine, genuine one-hit wonder. Uh, nothing charted. Afterwards in Australia, they had the second single charted in the UK. I think got top twenty, but uh, yeah, I don't think they cared too much. Though. <laughs> Probably like, not. <laughs> they kind of disbanded and went their own ways. I had a stat on their um, YouTube views. Oh yeah. So like between the the difference between the YouTube views from their most popular music video being this one and yep. their second most popular music video being which was life in the plastic age yep. do you want to have a guess at the difference oh. <laughs> one or two million 
<laughs> it's like 35.5 million different. Oof, so 30, 36 mil for um, Video Killed the Radio Star and um, half a mil for the other one, yeah, which is still decent considering no one knows it. No, it, yeah. And yeah, it was the first video on MTV, but also, Jim? The millionth. The one millionth video on yep. MTV. Oh, there you go. A bit of a throwback. Throwing it back, yeah. And I've just got a little musicality here. This does not mean much to me because I don't understand <laughs> music, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, as Gemma said, it's pretty unique. Uh, and while the song, it does only use six chords and has a lot of common pop sensibilities, it also u- utilizes suspended and minor ninth chords. That's what give it gives it a slightly different feel. I thought I could sense mm. some extended and minor ninth chords actually. Mm, now that you mention yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Laden with it, yeah. And it's it's said to play like an extended jingle. That makes mm. sense because they were writing that? jingles. Can you hear that? Mm. They were, yeah. 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 Anything else you want to add about the the music or the lyrics? Um, I came across a fun thing, which was um, when they were talking about performing live, they um, were a bit tricky. It was a bit tricky because of all of the, like, everything was so um, technology-based, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm. they predicted that it would take 26 people to perform the original recording recording live properly, (laughs) which I thought was pretty funny. It did sound like they laboured in the studio. Uh, mm. To get the song exactly how they wanted, a lot of yeah. experimentation, and probably once again in them days, you know, the concerts were a thing. Like I mean, nowadays, look at DJs and all that. Like really, you know, um, performing live is is a different experience for them. I think I heard one story about I don't know whether it was Chemical Brothers. Someone went to a concert, basically walked out, pushed a button, and that was the concert. Like <laughs> uh, just played the music. Like whereas back in that day, obviously, it would want to be genuine. Um, you know, playing of it, I suppose. And these guys actually never toured either. Like they just, which is fair enough because they had one great yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> just play the yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> and the end. Uh, so, yeah. so, which is good considering it would apparently take 26 people to play their one song. Uh, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a quick list of some instruments that were on the song. Mm. Uh, you got your standard, like drums, bass. Electric guitar, um, and then piano, synth strings, glockenspiel, mm. marimbas. Classic. And other twinkly futuristic sounds, whatever that means. Mm. Well, probably musically, the only thing that stuck out, and it was sort of featured on the video clip, was that little drum. Um, <laughs> that goes in there a couple of times. It sort of gets highlighted in the video clip. But, yeah, when... And that was once again probably picked that up more from the video clip, but then mm. once you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, that does actually resonate a little bit. <laughs> uh, very good. All right. If you're happy, we'll uh, we'll give it a rating. Jim, yeah, oh, would you for that? So nervous for my first rating. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I genuinely love this song as well. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so. Just, I think it's a lot of nostalgia as well, and the uniqueness of it that I think um, really just puts it right up there. So I'm gonna have to go with like an eight. Cool. I reckon. I really yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, you want me to go? Maddie's so confused. Uh, you, you have a crack. I'll. Uh, I'm just re- preparing me notes and just going back the pros and the cons Sweet and. Yeah. The cons yeah. is that there isn't another one, I think. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, this is their only song. Uh, oh, I like it. Like, I'm going to give it a six. It's got enough going on to, to keep you interested. I think if you're having a bad day and it come on at the wrong time, then pretty quick to turn it off. Uh, I could see how it gets annoying. But uh, <laughs> the ow, ow, you know, that's, that's it there. That's a six out of ten right there. <laughs> yeah, well, that was what I was. I was basically, you know, that middle of the range. And yeah, I mean, if you 
trying to compare it to what you give everyone else you do your head in. So don't think about it too much. But yeah, I would say a six, slightly above average, pretty much. Um, yeah, similar. Like it's just one of them songs you, you know. I think was it, I don't know whether it was last week or the week before. I think it might have been when Timmy was on. He said about you know this is the sort of song that always comes on at a wedding, and I'd say that'd be probably similar to this one. That you know you know the sort of scenes where this is going to come on. It's just one of them songs that gets you know, the people a, going. Inoffensive, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, inoffensive. People know it, and yeah, but um, yeah, I'd say a six also. I think. Yeah, done pretty well there. The Bogles. Mm. Just that one time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gemma, we might hand over to you for uh, for some more some tidbits. random stuff. Um, I found a few random things uh, in my search for facts. Um, the funny thing is, so the name is the Buggles, but all of their record covers just say Buggles. Oh. Like it's like the person who did the artwork forgot what their name was, which was quite <laughs> amusing. Pain by which the way. Yeah. Which they had two records that looks the age of plastic and adventures of modern in modern recording. Yep. But, uh, yeah. Both of them just say buggles on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, a bit random. Um I had a lot of I found a lot of things about what happened after the buggles. So um we mm. had Trevor Horn um and Jeff Downs. Um so Trevor is now quite a renowned music producer, which is kinda cool. Um, he's known as he's technically both a doctor and a sir, um, <laughs> because he has an honorary doctorate from um a of music, um, from a British university, which I'm quite jealous of because <laughs> I'd love an honorary doctorate. Doctorates yeah. are hard work, so I think if I could just do my job, and then one day someone would just give me one, that'd be great. <laughs> um, he also has an OBE. So he's a sir for his contributions mm. to the music industry. He got that in 2011. So got a bit of a knighting, um, which was cool. He's got a uh, Trevor has a Grammy award as well. Um, anyone want to guess why he's got a Grammy award? Stole it. Oh, that's a valid. <laughs> that's definitely a valid option. Um, Producing. Yeah. I don't reckon this song won a. It wasn't for this song. No, it's yeah. from his more recent work. He got it for producing um, Seal's song, Kiss from a Rose. Seal, wow. Yep. yep. So, yeah, that's a huge song. Mm. He also produced um, Robbie Williams's um, album that paid homage to Video Killed the Radio Star, which was Reality Killed the Video Star in <laughs> 2009. Um, oh, Robert. Yep. That was the one that featured the song Bodies, the one where he dresses like in a oh, human, yeah. it looks gross. Yeah. Yep. Rock DJ. Uh, or maybe that was Rock DJ. That's pretty maybe. gross. Maybe. Is that uh, maybe that's what it was. Peeling off skin and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I'm thinking <laughs> of the wrong sound. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong video. But it's um yeah. Um. Who were some of the other? Who else did he produce? He produced um all the things she said by Tattoo. Like, oh yes. <laughs> oh, such a banger. Number one. That is a number yeah. one. And um, Can't Find oh. the Moonlight by Leanne Rimes. Oh, that would be a number one too, I reckon. It would have I to be, yep. That was pretty had, big in whatever movie was that? It was from Coyote Ugly. Oh, he produced Coyote, um, yeah. a whole chunk of that, that, that soundtrack. And he, that was like we had that single in our house, um, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> Trevor Horn has been in your house. <laughs> yes. oh. Creepy. Don't tell that. Choice of words. And then... Uh, what else did he produce? Oh, yeah. There was a classic song from Zoolander that he produced, which was Relax by Frankie Goes yes. to Hollywood. Relax. That, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> Frank Goes to Hollywood. Yeah. And then. Franklin. <laughs> I think that's. Oh, I had for he's done a ton of other stuff, but that was the kind of the mm. biggest ones that I personally that a, knew. That um, just a which is kind of cool. Nice list. Yeah. Things else I found was that Trevor Horn doesn't play the horn, which was quite upsetting. He just <laughs> plays drums, guitar, and bass. Which is, you know, that's fine, I suppose. Um <laughs> uh, so then Jeff went on to play um, is a lead guitarist for the band Asia, along with both of them were, were in the band Yes, mm-hmm. just after the Buggles. Um, but then um, Jeff yes. has gone on to play 
um, uh, the league guitar for Asia for many years now. I think he's still touring with them um, to this day. He has a Guinness Book of Records world record um, for the most keyboards played on a stage in a gig. Wow. One of the most different many? ones. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. How many is that? Like seven or is it like one of them ones that's 100 or some ridiculous <laughs> number or it's just like, yeah. It's in the middle of those numbers. It's uh, 28. <laughs> it was 28. Oh. Yeah. And Gee, can we, we could take him on. Let's give it a yeah, go. It's definitely beatable. Yeah. How big a stage are we talking? I think it was pretty massive. <laughs> okay. To have all the sound. Do they have to be full ones or can we just go to like reject shop and get them little ones? Ding, ding, ding. I think they have to be different ones. <laughs> okay. Like, for, Yeah. But um, he says that he normally plays with around about 10, Jeez. but 28 was the record. You wouldn't want to be his neighbour, would you? He just plays all these different pianos all the time. <laughs> um, Depends on your taste in music. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Other random things was that he and along with tennis player Pat Cash randomly received medals from the president of Armenia in 2009. <laughs> Armenia. Armenia, because they it was to thank them for their efforts in they like raised money for the um Armenian earthquake in nineteen eighty nine, which oh. was thirty years earlier. Both and Pat Cash played guitar, like in a in a like a charity version of Smoke on the Water. So they were playing guitar together <laughs> <laughs> to raise money for it was like a rock aid for Armenia project. So they did some good things to raise money for those victims of the earthquakes in Armenia, and they got oh, a, yeah. a sick medal. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Jeff's second wife was Miss Norway in 1973. <laughs> um, Wench Steen. Her lucky, I just think the name Wench is quite amusing. Wench. A wench. Yeah, it's... it's probably actually Wenke, actually, now that I think about it, because it's yeah. yeah Norwegian, but it looks like the word Wench in it. In English. If you're Aussie, you'd, you'd say wench. Yeah. What's your name, wench? Wench. <laughs> oh, so bad. Just looking, I'm just going back to that Armenian earthquake. I've never heard of it. Killed 25,000 people. 25,000. Oh, hang on. Sorry, between 25 and 50,000. They're just not quite sure on the exact number. Oh, my gosh. That's We're epic. killed 130 were injured. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. Like, I don't know. You sound excited about it, Matty. Oh, I'm a big, big earthquake fan. I follow them around the globe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my favourite natural disaster <laughs> by far. Like, oh, yeah. Hurricanes, not, not interested. Nah. El Nino, give me a spell. No earthquake, man. Wow. <laughs> through and through. And through. <laughs> do you have a video camera to, like, shakily film oh, stuff? Oh, actually, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> and when I say shakily, not from the earthquake, but just because all the Twister footage is really shaky. Uh, I might even do it on my Zoom calls tomorrow, just be like, oh, I think there's an earthquake coming. <laughs> Get out of work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Having said that, the New Zealand Prime Minister full on worked through an earthquake in the middle of a TV interview, so I think he can't use that excuse anymore. Yeah, that's how you get the big dollars, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> in the respect of the nation. <laughs> yeah. Um, fifty percent of Asia albums begin with the letter A, just as a random mm. thing. They made they made fourteen, and seven of them begin with the letter A, <laughs> like. It's like Asia, Aqua, Aquarius, like, oh. yeah, random. And they just run out of A words. I think they did. The last <laughs> the last four have all been different letters. <laughs> uh, there you go. And uh, they're in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Um, the main character gets teased for having a framed Asia poster and that actually, um, like, yeah, sparked their fame again. Yeah. Oh, and uh, in South Park. Cartman sings Heat of the Moment by Asia to try and convince American Congress to invest in stem cell research. So they got pretty famous off that as well. Yeah, so he was, so (laughs) former Buggles member was the lead guitarist in that song. So that's how that kind of full circles. But yeah, they're the kind of other, that's most of the random facts that I found. Um, Or except that in the video clip, um, composer Hans Zimmer is randomly there. Yeah, I was hoping you'd see that. Yeah. Just like <laughs> he was playing on. the keyboard, I think. Yeah. The one that Maddie you might have mentioned earlier. Just moving it up. Yeah. yeah. He loved it. And Zimmer, yeah. famous film composer. Yeah. Just having a sneaky yeah. play on the keyboard in a really weird pop synth one hit wonder. That blew my Makes mind. Sense. I do not. I can't <laughs> comprehend that. 
right. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it happened. He's in there. Yeah. Trevor Horn also had a thing about um, English English band syndrome. Mm. Um, have you heard of English band syndrome? No. no. Are you warning us up? Is this real? No. Apparently, well, he just mentioned it in an interview <laughs> as a, as kind of like a phenomenon that happens in England. But it's just when one of the people in the band isn't as good as all the others. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. Posh Spice, etc. <laughs> Nathan so, Foley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, he probably was. He probably was the weakling. No. Um, <laughs> English bands. English bands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, there you so, go. Yeah, I've not heard that. I never heard it either, but it, it makes kind of sense, and I thought that was kind of funny. Well, each each band would have their star, wouldn't they? I guess most would have that one, you know, the star or the focal point, and that they revolve around. But yeah, I guess yeah, there's probably a weak one in all of them. Mm. Very good. Yeah, that's most of the random facts I found. Happy with that, Jim? Yeah, mm. that was great. Did not disappoint. Oh, good. Thank you. I've, I'll just finish on the one, uh, the old Google search. You have to type in the bug. You have to go no, right yeah. to the bug. Well, that B will be Beatles. I don't know what the BU would be. BU was the Bureau, some TV show. Oh. TV show? That's a movie mm, as well. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay, yep. But, uh, you get to the bug and yeah, you get the bug also. Yeah. Seven spaces, seven characters, including a space. Yeah, yeah that'd probably be what you'd expect, wouldn't you, I suppose? Fair for a one-hit wonder. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Chart watch. Let's move on to chart watch, Maddie. Yeah, the Buggles. This would be their third week at number one. Um, this one, I think. I'm pretty sure they replace replaced uh, the one that's now in second, which was uh, mm. My Sex Computer Games, which I didn't realise New Zealand band. Yeah, right. yeah, New Zealand, but they did win a aria for Australian music, so I don't know. I think that whole <laughs> classic, you know, blurred it. lines. Yeah, um, no, so yeah, that one. I had to look it up to play what song it was, but it's yeah, yeah, you know it. Yeah, but now everyone will know that too. Yep, come, 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 computer games. <laughs> yep, and then yeah, number three was uh, Fleetwood Mac, um, Tusk, mm. and then yeah, that was Mick the highest Jack- that song got to. Yeah, number three. Yep, never Didn't go any top higher than that one. Mick Jackson, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. And I think that was actually the song in, I think Buggles might have been number one for seven or nine weeks. Seven, yeah, you're right. Seven, yeah. And then it was replaced by Big Mick Jackson. Um, Understandable. Big tune. It is, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that replaced it. Then Kiss at number five, Sure, No Something. Don't know that song. Boomtown Raps, number six. Cheap Trick, number seven. Number eight, Donna Summer and Barb Streisand, Big Babs. Um, no more tears. That's right, yep. Christy Allen at number nine. Then Patrick Hernandez at number ten. <laughs> Born, Born to be alive. Born is that, to be alive. Is that what is it that is? What that is? <laughs> yeah. That's all I thought it was. Oh, there you go. That's so funny. Probably the funniest name in the list, though, is the number 11, Robert John, Big Bob John. I don't know. Did you see number 25? Uh, number 25 was, oh, yeah, Father Abraham with a Smurf song. I'd yeah, never I gonna... heard of that in my life, and I had a lovely nah. chuckle listening to that on YouTube yeah, earlier. Yeah. It's genuine Smurfs, yeah? Like, it is. It's so weird. Up, actually. It's so strange. Was so it that before? Was... Like, the Smurfs must have existed then, did they? I don't know. Yeah. But it's like yeah, the blue... Little people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this, yeah. it's like a little flurf, flute smurf breakdown like halfway through the song as well. <laughs> like it's so weird. Yeah, there you go. Um, so probably some other notable ones uh, which we, you know, uh, were in the charts this week. Number 17 was ABBA. Gimme, gimme, gimme. What a banger. Gimme. Yeah. Cold Chisel at number 18. Cheap wine. Nice. Um, Gee, this police. is our parents' like heyday. Oh, they yeah. would have been loving life. Yeah, number 20, The Police. Um, message in a bottle. Is that the Christina Aguilera one? <laughs> yeah, the cover of that song, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Gaza Newman, Cars at number 21. Cliff Richard, 23. Australian Crawl, 24. Yeah, as you said, Father 
Abraham with a Smurf It Up song. Um, yeah, so there's some big, big artists sort of uh, around that time. Number 35 is a ripping song too. ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> yeah. Don't Bring Me Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Bring Me Down. Um, yeah, Elton John, number 42. Got a Christmas song in there as well. Oh, yeah. Which one, sorry? There's a Christmas song in there because it's like, what, the 20th of December? Yeah, so this is a week before, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Little Boy's Christmas Prayer, number 43. <laughs> the Little Boy's Christmas Prayer. <laughs> Keith McGowan. It's not quite um, um, anything by Mariah, is it? That's all right. No, it doesn't have a, quite the same um, hook to it, I suppose. <laughs> but, yeah, they were probably the uh, the main ones that I picked out. Like, yeah, like I said, there's some, you know, reasonably big songs in it at, yeah. that, at that stage. Absolutely. Do you see number 46? By me. Yeah, the nips are getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know that song? No, I don't, but I just thought it was a funny name. But... Yeah, I'm not sure what it's actually about. but um, <laughs> Hopefully yeah. not that. I don't think it's about – it's not a you – know, not the racial slur. It's uh, nips of a drink, like he's uh, oh. singing about getting drunk. They should have said, like, shots or, like, anything else. <laughs> Yep. There are other ways to do measurements of alcohol than using nips. They've left themselves open. <laughs> that's yeah. that's not a that's not okay. I got to number sixteen. Oh. Did it really? Yeah, there you go. Whoa. Number twenty nine's an interesting name too. Sniff and the tears. <laughs> Sniff mm, like an N the tears, yeah. That's a band Sniff name as well. So that's not even like a one song thing. That's like they live that's they live with that name. That's right. Yep. They've gone all in. <laughs> One of my favourite bands of late, Amble and the Sniffers. Yeah, maybe that's where they uh, got the inspiration. You've got to be brave putting Sniff anywhere, really, don't you? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're, you're taking a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah, so they're probably the, the, the key ones of note, I guess. Um, yeah. As we said, yeah, this stayed there for a, for a few weeks. So we'd actually bought in the... Bought in the eighties as, as number one mm. in Australia anyway. So yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks, Matty. That was good. Back in the seventies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next, please. Now it's time to find out where we're heading for the next episode. Let's uh, see where we go. Here we go. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Another. Gillet. Oh, no, we've had Who Let the Dogs Out in this day. I might know this song. That's exciting. December 9th, 2008. 2008. That was. I was in year 11. Oh, this would be great. (laughs) Oh, what a banger. Wow. I love that song. That will be. There'll be a lot uh, lot to talk about with that. One of the biggest artists of this century, you would have to say. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. Another female artist. Mm-hmm. Some good songs in the one too. All right. Yeah, wow. Oh, boy, howdy. There's some. Oh. Gee, you can see the female influence. I mean, this is. Bloody oath. Compared to yeah, uh, past. Who run the world? Right? Girls. Jeez, there yeah. is some. There is some very, very good songs in the month there. Oh, some bad songs. Oh, it's some shot. <laughs> there. you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, absolutely. Not on this show. Kanye. MGMT, Dizzy Rascal, (laughs) the Ting Tigs. Oh, one hit wonder. We don't want to uh, (laughs) give away too much, but yeah. Nah, you'll be cashing cashing in your chips. (laughs) (laughs) Any other clues you want to give away there? I was surprised at how well this person can actually sing in Mm. real Like she's got an awesome voice, which I didn't realise at this time when this song was released. Only in the more recent years have I realised that she's like operatically trained. Like she's, mm. she knows her stuff. Yes. She's hard to read, isn't she? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, oh, that's exciting. Very good. <laughs> I didn't even get that until just <laughs> Yes, uh, indeed. Right, you <laughs> Play the damn song. Okay, it's time to finish the show with a play of the song. Uh, This episode is, of course, Video Killed the Radio Star and our guest, Gemma. What have you got for us? You're going to look after us? 
I am. I'm pretty excited. My mum and dad have expressed, posted me their video recording of when it was on MTV in 1981. One of first dad's ever. First ever. Oh, wow. Airing of the... Yeah, I know. He's a bit of a hoarder. So we've got <laughs> it on VCR here and he's expressed, posted it in a nice, very, very padded package to me uh, to play it on um, a video player here for you guys. We figured it was only... Good, it was a good idea to yeah. um, play Video Killed the Radio Star on a video player. Impressive. So I got it lined up here. So let me just um, organize things. I'll just oh, yeah, two seconds. Yep. All right, I'm just going to. Oh, and obviously there's a few ads and stuff because like it was recorded from like live TV. So just let me fast okay. forward it for a bit. Yep. Yep. I think it was like at like 13 minutes in. So we should just. Oh, hang on. Wait, no, that's. That's a Macca's ad. Let me just. Oh, yeah, maybe don't it was need, 20. Uh, don't need any ads. No, it was 23 minutes. So let me just keep on. I'll fast forward it a bit no, more. No free advertising here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Um, Except for when Toast got involved that one time. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. That's just another trashy TV show. Um, okay. Maybe I'll go back a bit further and just see what it, what it was. Mm. Uh, maybe it's halfway between or something. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just. Um... I, I thought I had it. I had it written down. Then oh, now it's maybe I've stuffed it up and rewinded Ooh. it and fast forwarded it too much. Maybe it was just... at the right place the whole time to begin with. Oh, I must have set it up just, earlier. Uh, yeah, we're running out of time. Um, uh... it's alright. I'll just maybe I'll just eject it and start again, and then yep, we'll go yep. from or I'll go back Good to idea. the start. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That yeah. Turn it off and turn it on again. Give me a second. Just put it back in. Oh no, it's not. It's not working. Inject it again one more time. And now it's stuck. Oh man. Um, guys. Okay. Jim, yeah. You're yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. The VCR is just having a meltdown, and I think okay. it's stuck in there. Like it's making this weird noise now. Um, okay. This is, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe not. Uh, I might just be on your own here. Um, yeah, this is not good. It doesn't sound to... like it's going to be alive after this. Oh man, Dad's going to kill me. Oh um, dear. Okay. Might just call Mum. Thanks and uh, for coming oh, on, Jim. We're going to leave go. her there. Sorry, I'm just going to. Mum. All the best, Jim. Thanks, Manny Doc. I'm just going to play it again through Spotify. Might be a safer option. <laughs> All right, let's hit play and uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. You're still here. Wow. Well done. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening. If you want to link up via the socials, search for every Aussie number one song ever on Facebook and Instagram. Or chuck us an email at everyoznno one at gmail.com. That's every... A-U-S-N-O and the number one at gmail.com. We would love to hear any anecdotes or facts and figures about the songs and artists. Cheers.